The thoughts and opinions expressed during this podcast do not necessarily represent the thoughts and opinions of those expressing them. makes a lot for me it takes a lot for me to cringe so that should tell you something andy bernard andy bernard's best role was playing third fiddle but to michael dwight and andy when that when it was like season four and five when like when ed helms like didn't have the billing and he was like third fiddle to dwight and 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 michael scott like uh, that's where it was laughing when they did like the parkour and he was just like constantly trying to get like approval and like would he wanted approval? He wanted that from the start, even when he with big tuna, right. with tuna but he didn't have the uh, screen time to make me hate Stanford. him as much. Same with like Meredith. Probably same as like if you did a spinoff with fucking Angela, I'd hate that bitch. That's why I feel like same as same as with all these different characters. That's why my end my end result of doing all this research was nobody's any more cringeworthy than the other. Unless they had the screen time. If well, that's, that's a if that's your, but that's a difference that's maker. End game, that's a difference maker. That's like saying it's not to me. It's not because that's like, hey, I cringed more at Gabe shit than and Jan than I did Andy. When I look back at who did I cringe the most at, I I may have cringed the most at Andy, but he was on screen so much where I wasn't cringing at him that. It makes me think of Jan or Gabe first. Well, yeah, Jan's up there. No, look, Jan's up. Look, there's some characters. Creed's a whole separate character because Creed to me. Creed's Creed's one of the most funniest fucking characters in the show. You're you're out of your mind on that. Creed's, I'll say Creed's one of my favorites, but because he's cringeworthy. But you can't discount, you can't discount volume. Like, that's like saying that, like, Jameis Winston throwing 30 interceptions in a year is as bad as a as as a guy is that threw six interceptions a year but james winston had more time like he's a starting quarterback like the volume the volume matters no, no it does it does no the volume doesn't matter if you were to say james winston had x number of of interceptions in a season but this other guy had a couple fewer interceptions in half as many games then yeah that's just as cringeworthy no, it's not. If Jameis Winston throws eight interceptions in 16 games. Oh, well, that number is about a third. <laughs> if Jameis Winston throws 16 interceptions. It's like in 20 interceptions. Games, it's like Jameis Winston in 16 games throws 32 interceptions. All right. 
If Jameis Winston is becoming a If Jared Stidham throws if, eight <laughs> interceptions in 16 games or in eight games. And it, yeah. What's more cringe? Jameis Winston. Like, because you, you had to watch him for 16 fucking games. All right. Increase the number on Jared. It's Jameis. Whatever, Win- whatever. Whatever. We're trying to. An interception to- a game. Jared. Jameis Winston throws 16 interceptions in 16 games. Jared Stidham throws eight interceptions in eight games. Which is more cringeworthy? Jameis Winston, 16 games. Volume. Depends on what else was there. Okay, so now you just now you just move the fucking have, now you just move the goalposts. No. Before that, you were saying it was Stidham. Now, Did he have a bunch of other shit? No, it was saying I wasn't gonna go 16 to 16, eight to eight. I was gonna go like 16 to 16 versus like I don't know. 10 to 8. You got like there's no you're you're in the in the cringeworthy debate. Cuz to me to me Jan, so to Jan's me. up there. Michael Scott is is neck and neck. Dude, but Michael Scott's got a bunch of redeeming qualities. Thank dude. you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying the whole fucking time. You're arguing with me. Jan doesn't. No, so. Jan doesn't. So Jan's up there, but she doesn't have she doesn't quite have the screen time. If it wasn't for season, you can't. If it wasn't for seasons eight, you can't just say equal screen. Of course you can. If it wasn't for seasons eight and nine, then Andy Bernard would not be in the running. But he has eight and nine on his fucking resume. Sorry, if Jan was in the whole show the whole time, then she probably runs away with it. But I'm sorry. The more you, the more shitty things you do, the worse it is. What the fuck are you nah. talking about? What are you talking about? It's, of course, cr- it's cringeworthy per episode. No, so get out of here. Get out of here. That's crazy. Andy has enough redeeming characters. If that's the if that's the that I just if that's the case, then it's Todd Packer. Probably run away. Yeah, sure. If you really want it, yeah, Todd Packer. One hundred. You don't have to. You if you watch The thing. Office, you don't have to it's watch not him every single episode. You have to You're watch right. Andy Bernard the, every is. single episode for six seasons. Todd Packer is the most cringeworthy person on the show. You're right. End of story. You should have led with it. And I actually don't. I, I actually don't agree with that. The only the only person that I think rivals him now after talking about this is Michael Scott. But he has too many redeeming qualities. It's Jan. <laughs> Jan. Jan's the only is the only rival to Andy Bernard for me. Because Andy Bernard has some redeeming qualities and some funny scenes. Jan doesn't. Like, everything Jan does sucks. I cr- I'd be honest. In all honesty, I cringe the most at things that Toby says and does. <laughs> yeah, but Tony's just funny. Tony's mainly, mainly just a fucking punching bag. He is. That's what's cringeworthy most about Toby is he's just a punching bag. Like that was the uh, the hand on the thigh and then running and jumping over the fence was a good example. <laughs> the hand on the thigh was like cringeworthy through the roof, <laughs> yeah. but then running and jumping over the fence, like you're laughing your ass off. You're laughing, yeah. <laughs> like Andy Bernard when he's he's in the uh, janitor outfit waiting for David Wallace to come in and make the announcement that he bought that entire episode. I fucking I hate. I just want to skip to the end. He's like trying to play up this. It's a pretty awful episode. I'll agree. That's a that's a terrible episode. His whole like arc, and then he tries to get in the show business. The one where he's like spraying his eyes and he's crying because he can't have water in his eyes. 
And yeah. then he has, then he goes and cries on the fucking singing show. I'm sorry, man. I don't. I I guess you don't count volume, but you step. Baby Wawa. <laughs> baby Wawa. Baby Wawa was terrible. You stack up that much in a row. Sure. That sucks. Yeah. Moses. We didn't mention Moses at all. <laughs> Moses. If I were to go back while we're still recording, <laughs> my favorite recurring character is Moe. <laughs> <laughs> His just like silent runaway from everything makes me laugh every fucking time I see it. He's apparently a pretty well-established writer too. Like I think he was one of the head of writers on Parks and Rec. Yeah. 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 Um. That shit. That shit was funny. <laughs> Moe's, yeah, good call, Moe's. <laughs> I just saw the episode today, re-watching anyway, uh, when uh, a- uh, Angela had the baby and they thought it was going to be premature. Yeah, and Dwight bad. goes, unless someone taught Moe's how to sex. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that baby is mine. The Dwight Moe's dynamic is awesome. One of my favorite episodes is the uh um she hasn't watched it yet, but uh it's the garden party, I think. Oh. Oh wait. When they go to Shrewd Farms, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Jim writes the book. Jim writes a fake book on how to host a garden yeah, yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um yeah, it's Andy. You, realize, you learned Andy and his dad have that like weird dynamic. Isn't it like the and Groban's in it? Groban's in isn't it. Groban, isn't that Groban. the wedding? Isn't that Andy's wedding or is it his uh, like rehearsal dinner or something? No, that was like his. Uh, I got the promotion. Dinner. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the and they're like, party. oh, you got promoted to regional uh, to regional manager. Yeah, yeah. Not, like, manager, manager. Another cringeworthy moment, and then Groban gets up and sings with him because Andy Bernard can't. Can't sing in that key. <laughs> Fucking unbelievably I cringeworthy. <laughs> I didn't think that it wasn't cringeworthy for Andy. It was more for his dad. The whole the whole and scene Groban. was cringeworthy. It wasn't funny. It was just like it was all cringeworthy. I'm secondhand embarrassed. Outside, but it wasn't because of Andy. Andy had a legitimate concern. One thousand percent of because of Andy. His dad's also a dick, but Andy needs to realize when your dad's mm-hmm. a dick, stop sucking up to him. You're in your forties, dude. Get over it. <laughs> All right. Most cringeworthy episode. Maybe I just maybe I just kind of is uh, empathize with them. <laughs> <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> Get the fuck over it. Come your own man. It ain't happening, guy. Crack your- You're not Josh Groban. But anyway, the thing that I loved about that was Moe's taking the cars and just driving <laughs> them through the, the cornfields. Yeah, no, that's actually really. And Jim writing the book and, and Dwight abiding by every last rule of how to host a garden party. That is really funny. I think the most cringeworthy episode ever, and my I could I could be pushed off of this, but this is just what in my head is Michael Scott's toys uh Oh, the, uh, yeah. Scott's Tots. Scott's Tots. Scott's Tots. Most cringeworthy episode ever. <laughs> See, I'll give you that. <laughs> Anytime you take away 
a college student's tuition. <laughs> yeah, it's Scott's a touchy subject for me. For Scott's sure. tots is terrible. And then like Aaron, but you Aaron, know whatever. Aaron, every Aaron might be a sneaky cringeworthy one too, because like she makes me she laugh. Like she, like her crazy shit makes me laugh sometimes, but her stupidity is sometimes cringeworthy. That episode, it's on yeah. full fucking display. And then combination yeah. with Michael Scott, like the whole thing is like, oh, it's God. Rough. Yeah. I don't have la- I don't have tuition, but I have laptop bat- batteries. <laughs> Basically, is what he's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does every good laptop need? Batteries. batteries. <laughs> oh, my God. And I've got plenty of those. I should have gone with Michael Scott and just brought out that episode, and I think I would have won the debate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> after so many episodes, I don't think you come into most debates debates trying to win (laughs) i don't get a couple things in your head and go all right i can talk about that yeah i think it works better that way it does someone's gotta be someone's gotta be funny